Hey, hey, John. Yes. You know something funny. The Cowboys have a real path to the Super Bowl. I don't find that funny because I hate them. But I mean, so do the Giants. No, no. no. Hear me out. So first, they beat the Giants, right? right. And then your team has to decide they want to beat the Washington Football Team. Whoa, 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 Washington Football Team. And then the Cowboys, all they got to do is play Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. And then Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. It's super easy. We're going to need a lot of watermelons. Welcome to Objectively Wrong. (laughs) This forced intro brought to you by me, John, and him, Ebteen. And McCarthy smashing more watermelons. did, Did Shannon Sharp get pissed about it yet? Because he got pissed about the first time. If it happens a second time, I don't think he can get that. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know what the rules are for it, undisputed. It worked. They won. Yeah, they, they're winning. They're 2-0 and on watermelon games. Uh, it, it's a joke. First of all, they played the Eagles, so just inherently that was a joke. But I, I this watermelon thing is so stupid. <laughs> it's just so stupid. I, I just want to see uh, – an interview, right? Where you have McCarthy in the off season and he's smashing other fruit. He smashes a cantaloupe and he's like, it's not the same. There's going to be some world like watermelon shortage. And it's going to be because of Dallas. <laughs> it's like, this isn't right. This is a coconut. It doesn't work. There's not enough juice. There's not enough juice. It's far harder. This doesn't work. <laughs> this isn't Okay. Oh, Lord, why have you forsaken me from my fruit? What a dumbass. Anyway, um, speaking of dumbasses. Oh, we're getting to that, but not yet. Oh, no, okay. no, we, well, got, we got multiple dumbasses on our I, I was going. We have a lot of dumbassery today. <laughs> First of all. How many shots do I owe today, John? I think it was five. Five shots. Welcome and I own, and I own none. Welcome to Objectively Wrong. It is past noon. Uh, and I need to drink some shots. Yeah, it is past noon. You are not, but before you drink anything, you are not driving anywhere today. I am not driving anywhere. I'm not, I am not leaving my home today. <laughs> today. Perfect. Okay. Five is five. You're big dude, but five is five. All right. First one, and then we'll move on to some dumbasses. Perfect. Dumbass shot number one taken. Thanks, Jets. <laughs> Who, by the way, they won again. <laughs> uh, so thanks. Th- th- Jacksonville should send you a gift basket. Seriously. Okay, you know what uh, Jacksonville should do? Whatever the Jets charity of choice is, send them $1. But just do it repeatedly because, like, $1, I'm already drunk. <laughs> This is gonna be a great episode. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to carry the whole thing because I. I don't have any shots today. <laughs> I have no shots. We both. We both hit on our picks last week. We both hit on our picks from this weekend, so we're satisfied there. And actually, I should take a celebratory shot, but I'm not going to because I don't have any alcohol right in front of me. I won our fantasy league. Yeah, convincingly, which sucks because it would have been you or me. That's that's the problem. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because you had Camara, right? Yeah, I had Camara. Right. Merry Christmas, Camara. Yeah, Alvin Camara with a six-touchdown output. My God. 
just violent. Um, but oh, last week, if I had just, I mean, you could have played, what was it? If you hadn't played Derek Carr, you probably would have won. Yeah. But if you hadn't played Carr and I had played Allen instead of Wilson, You're I would have won anyway. Right. So it, it, the better team did win that matchup. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the better roster won that matchup. And then I just buffaloed all over my opponent this week <laughs> in both my leagues. I buffaloed yeah. all over everybody. I had Josh Allen in both my leagues. I needed 41 out of – in one of my leagues, I knew I was winning ours. That was a draft. That yeah. was a wrap. With, with Allen and Diggs, I don't need to explain it. I won. But in my other league, I needed Allen, Tyler Bass, and the Buffalo defense to accumulate 41 or more. They had 51. I won that by 10. It was beautiful. And I've already gotten my payout for that, which is awesome. Thank you, Max. Um, Commissioner Max. One of the very few leagues I'm in that I don't commission. We should do a dynasty league next. I I, I hate them. Oh. I really hate them. I, I it doesn't make any sense. Like, why do I need to hold on to Kenny Galladay for more than one season? It's fun. It's a new Come dynamic. On. Yeah, but I think dynasty. There's a lot of people that do dynasties that like if you won the league, you're drafting tenth. Like you're drafting back end. Yeah, I mean, like if yeah, because we could basically won the equivalent of a Super Bowl. You should be drafting. Yeah, and for what it's worth, you know that that's not what we're doing next year. No, I'm assuming it's the draft. The draft is randomized again. Okay. Anyway, uh, this does not need to be a fantasy hour, but it could be, but it doesn't need to be. Fantasy is over. I won twice. I'm very happy. I won it it about the same amount of times Joe Biden won Georgia. Anyway, the team doesn't love when I try a political joke because it pisses people off. I don't care. The, uh, (laughs) we just got canceled. Anyway, um, Well, that was objectively wrong. Yeah, no, we, okay. It's over. We're over. Close the doors. We're done. Um, anyway, um, so here's, here's the deal. Um, you've, got, you've, got your four, you've got your five shots. You've, got, you've taken one. We've got four more. Which dumbass do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the dumbass that thought he was too good for Washington. Dwayne Carroll Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> God, Dwayne, that bitch, Dwayne Hashkin. So yeah, let's talk about the man who during COVID wants to go to a stripper party and they have to wear his jersey. Otherwise it's not right. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Haskins busting out of the NFL like we both predicted. I, how do we get to this? Like, how did he do that? How do you, how do you in good conscience with a head coach with cancer, he just got done his last chemo treatment. Mm-hmm. How do you go through Dwayne Hask? I don't know if it's brain neutral or just straight up being a dick that you just have to, that you are so selfish that over the holidays, no less, Jesus's birthday, you go to the strip club or I guess a party with strip, whatever, and you expose yourself to a possible pandemic issue, to a possible issue of contact tracing, of infect, uh, infection, of disease, whatever. And you could possibly bring it to your locker room. You got a team, players, coaches, personnel, et cetera, that are counting on you to be a responsible human being. And that are currently fighting for a playoff spot. What does it matter with you? Do, you? do you just not care? Like, if you don't care, you don't care. Fine. Get out of the league. Go home. Go screw around. Like, it, it, you, you screw around if you want to. Well, whatever. 
you got a little bit of a paycheck. You got one one year and change of what was it? What was his pick? 14, 15? Yeah, mid mid something first. like that. Mid first. You got a year and a half of mid first round pay. That's what you got. Okay. I don't know if you can stretch that the rest of your life. I really don't. But and that's what you want, want to try. No one claimed him on waivers. So like <laughs> Dwayne Haskins went from king of Ohio State to king of a parking lot in one and a half years. <laughs> I mean, if he gets a second chance, he's probably going to get a second chance at some point. I'll ask you this. I think somebody just flushed a toilet in the door in the room next to me because there is a bathroom outside this door. There's a bathroom inside this door too, but I think somebody just flushed a toilet. <laughs> um, okay. Was it? Was it Lamar James? Oh my God. <laughs> oh no, not Lamar. Don't do Lamar like that. I think anybody that gives Dwayne Haskins, he got one on claims. So they're not going to pay that dollar amount. I think anybody that takes a shot on Dwayne Haskins needs to really dive deep and figure out if you're actually trying to build him as a starting quarterback for your franchise, because he starts to, he's looking like you could probably relate to this better than I can. Cause I've never, as long as I've been like conscious enough to be a diehard Eagle fan, we have never drafted a quarterback. I mean, Kevin Cobb was a weird pick, but he was a second-round pick. We've never drafted a first-round QB that has just been a grade-A asshole. Like, Carson Wentz is not playing well, but he's not a, he's not a bad guy. He's not – the reason he's probably going to leave Philly is because of talent. It's because of output. It's because of on-field production. Dwayne Haskins reminds me a little bit of Jamarcus Russell. I mean, he is Jamarcus Russell, right? That's well, whatever. the difference is Jamarcus Russell was talented. And he also played longer. <laughs> and he went number one overall. <laughs> Russell was talented, bigger, stronger, better. Maybe yeah. dumber. He wasn't a bright guy. You know what Dwayne Haskins and Jamarcus Russell are? Hmm. They're that quarterback in the, in the Kevin, was it Kevin Costner movie, Draft Day? Oh, God, yeah. And then no one went to their birthday. <laughs> what the hell was that guy's name? I don't know. <laughs> Some, like, weird Diddy's client. It was Diddy's quarterback. I forget his damn name. Future franchise quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks only cost David Putney. Why, why is it that we remember David Putney's name but not the main quarterback? Because I want David Putney. And then Vontae Mack, RIP Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. I want David Putney. You pancake eating whatever the hell he said. I'm not going to say it because we don't need to waste duck sounds and the line is terrible. I mean, people have already – I've already seen it on Twitter. People have mentioned Russell and Ryan Leaf. And I'm like, well, no. Russell and Leaf were talented quarterbacks. And Leaf, Leaf keeps on coming up, like, himself. Whenever there's, whenever there's a quarterback that, like, has a bad attitude, he's like – Well, it's I famous. I mean, it's, he's famously – like, <laughs> Ryan Leaf had famous issues. Yeah, but, like, he goes on Twitter, he's like, I remember when I was like that. (laughs) Ryan Leaf and Jamarcus Russell both, in different ways, have kind of, like, come out and been like, we made mistakes. Like, they've both kind of done it. Russell, I think, I forget if it was a Players' Tribune article or something. It was, you know, it was a guy that kind of was reflecting on it and realizing, okay, I had had people around me that weren't giving me good information. Uh, I was still young. I made mistakes, blah, 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 blah. Like, he he made it sound like he looked back and actually – digested it brian leaf same issue he tried to come back jamarcus Who? russell like he he tried to come back when he gave him a tryout like when? years ago he dropped all the weight he gained 
And he's like, he's like, I'm ready to like try again in the NFL. No one gave him a shot. Do you do you see Dwayne Haskins getting to the level of being able to like recompense for his sins, like like Russell and Leaf have kind of tried at least to do? I mean, he has to stay in the public eye in order for that to happen, in my opinion. Kind of. He's a stay in the public eye. Yeah, like he needs like a, a job where like someone will give him the ability to say something about it. You know? What are the odds he goes to New England? Zero. You don't think so? No, he's not in New England. They have nothing there. No, not in New England. I mean, where would it be? I mean, who it would it be would it be to compete for a starting spot? No. It'd be a backup. It'd be a reclamation project of a co- of a of a coach that knows You know you know who I Mike Tomlin. It's not a bad pick. I mean Mike Tomlin can probably sit there and say Pittsburgh needs anyone. to start thinking about quarterback. Yeah, and if anyone can fix uh or cover for a person's personality faults, it's Mike Tomlin. He did it for years with Antonio Brown. <laughs> and Le'Veon Bell. He's an incredible, like, leader of men type guy. Like, he's yeah. – he gets it. Just – you listen to some of Dwayne Haskins' old press conferences, and he just – he's so pompous. He comes off as unbelievably cocky. He's like, that's just what I do. Bitch, you just threw two, t- two interceptions in that game. Yeah, you won, but it wasn't because of you. That's just what I do. Okay, great. So you you throw the interceptions. Thank you for telling us. The real I, I, what does Washington do now? Because assuming they go to playoffs, they don't have one. Yeah, they're gonna have to trade up, and we're gonna talk about quarterbacks today. Yeah, we mentioned last week we were gonna talk about like top tens in this draft. We're not doing that. We're doing quarterbacks specifically. We're doing a little bit of a spotlight on the quarterback situation in this draft. We got some revelations. Uh, Washington's a good. Que- that's a good question though, because Washington they're they're not a bad football team. Their defense is right. The defense, the defense is good. I, I'm a big Antonio Gibson fan. I like Antonio Gibson. Scary Terry McLaurin, talented receiver. Um, I think a bit overrated, but he's, he's very talented. You put a quarterback on there, you definitely have a competitor in that. A defense. contender. Yeah, you have a contender. You have, you have a playoff team. Um, if, <laughs> you know how stupid it would be if Washington wins this year, the, wins the division this year, that they're the ones that break the streak of consecutive – division winners if they win it next year after like getting themselves a quarterback they get Matthew Stafford I was literally thinking that at like right before you said it and it made me want to puke (laughs) I don't let I don't want Matt Stafford in my division unless he's an Um, eagle unless he's an eagle yeah I'm I'm a huge Matt Stafford fan for those that aren't aware I think he is the most he is the most arm talent that I that in this league and I don't think it's close we're going to have to wait out Haskins, obviously. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, we don't have the answer. One dumbass to another. John Gruden. Yeah, I'll let you take this one. So, like, I get the, I get the decision. I get the logic as well. I get the logic to, like, play it down to 19 seconds, kick a field goal, and say your defense should be able to defend that. Uh, I still would have gone for the touchdown and third down, like, personally. On that third down, instead of kneeling it, I would have gone for the touchdown. But what can I say, man? That defense. <laughs> okay, so let me explain something to you, Otin. Let me explain yeah. something. 19 seconds on the clock, okay? 19 seconds. Hold on. Hold on. 19 seconds. Let's anticipate that the opposing team is going to receive the ball on the 25 because nine times out of ten, you take a touchback. Yeah. So let's just say it's 25, okay? If you score a touchdown – it's a it's not a field goal game. You need to get in the end zone if you're Miami. Okay. Yeah. 
19 seconds. That wouldn't be 19 seconds if they scored the touchdown, though. What would it be? It would have been just over a minute. Fine. Let's say a minute. Do you think Ryan Fitzpatrick in a minute with a relatively depleted core of receivers is going to go 75 yards? Yes, because he literally did it the drive before. Not in a minute. No, he did it. He actually did it. was one play. And by the way, no, he didn't. Miles Gaskin broke one open. He threw a five-yard ball to Gaskin. So, no, he did not. All, all, all I'm saying is – You're not throwing a five-yard ball to Gaskin on that drive. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying the defense is that bad. <laughs> what I'm saying is that you score a goddamn touchdown. I understand when you're winning to sit out of the end zone. I get that entirely. I understand trying to slow yourself down so you don't score and leave too much time on the clock. I get it. If on that drive, on that slow down drive, you have an opportunity to score a touchdown, you do it. In fact, I almost, I'm not certain I would have. I almost would have taken the shot on fourth down instead of taking that stupid knee on third. I mean, if they took the shot on fourth down, they lose if they don't get it. I understood. You okay. win if you do, though. Like, I, I, I understand. I understand it's a risky move. I, I get that. Uh, I'm not saying he should have done that. I'm not saying that. He should have scored in the first three downs. Mm-hmm. Especially because Josh oh. Jacobs had lanes. Yeah, Josh Jacobs did. He would have scored in all three of those downs. But he sat down because he was told to. Yeah. I hope he was told to. No, he was told to. He did Good. exactly if he, he wasn't, was told to. If he wasn't, he is the second dumbest player on your roster. Jonathan Abram. I, I think there's a problem with the brain. Jonathan Abram is going to be the reason he has a short career. He, he needs to wise up to not do that. He, he, hit like, he, he hit with his head three times in that last game against Miami. I'm like, great hit. You're going to die out there. Like every time I watch him, like, great hit, five-year career. Great hit. You're never seeing that second contract. It's a shame because the kid's heart is, like, so big. The kid's got such balls. Like, I got to give credit where it's due. I, I, that's something. That you, you're not making the right – you're not making business decisions, Jonathan. Yeah, both – uh, the team, I, like the team throughout the post game. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Seventy-five yards, seventy-five yards in a minute mm-hmm. versus forty yards in nineteen. In nineteen, with no timeouts. All I'm saying is, what the hell is that defensive play call where you got a corner covering the flat with no one in it, and you don't cover the sidelines? You're not covering. You have you have one person covering the sideline. What are you doing? You need to score a touchdown. You're trading 35 yards. If your defense can't stop 35 yards on that, then you're right. The team's bad. But then you didn't coach around it properly. Either direction you take from this, John Gruden coached this game poorly. I'm not even just talking the last minute. The last minute on that drive, like you could have gotten the ball down there slower. There were a couple of big plays. They just peeled off. If you are down... Score the touchdown. I get it if you have like a three or four point lead and you want to hold the clock as long as you can. Or I get it if you have a six point lead and a field goal makes it a two score game. You ice the game right there. I get that. I get that fully. I understand what he was thinking. You want me to explain what like his specific explanation? The Kansas City game. 
Spider 2Y banana. <laughs> I'm paid $10 million a year and probably have an ownership stake, and I don't really give a damn because I can't be fired. The Kansas City. Because he can't be. The Kansas City game is the reason why he said that he milked the clock for that much and set up with the field goal because Patrick Mahomes walked all the way down and scored. The Kansas City game is Patrick Mahomes. You're playing Fitzpatrick. I agree. <laughs> but Fitzpatrick was destroying that defense. <laughs> it's like me arguing. It's like me arguing 2011 Drew Brees versus like Kerry Collins. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, because it didn't work against the Chiefs, it, it, it won't work against Miami. What? That's ridiculous. They're, we're not talking about the same species of team. They're just not the same species. Miami is not as good as Kansas City. I know that's surprising. But when a team takes a quarterback out in the fourth, by the way, we have question marks on Tua now. When a team takes a quarterback out in the fourth, they're not as good as Kansas City. They're just not. I had to charge my phone, and that was your kid. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, all I can say is it was stupid. A very bad decision. Uh, I'm happy the team lost because better draft capital and we needed desperately. <laughs> so you can take a guy with a second or third round grade in the top 15? Eventually it'll work, John. Uh, no, it won't. <laughs> I promise you it won't. Wait, do you, you, have, do, you have a, do you have a player you want to give a shot at from this far out? Say the Raiders are going to draft him? Did I say one last week? I might have. I forget. Did you say one? Did you say Jalen Waddle? <laughs> uh, More famo wide receiver. If he runs a four-two something, yeah, I'm gonna say Jalen Waddle. I, I, well, when we start doing our draft study, I'll, I'll pick my guy. All right, all right. I'll pick, I'll pick my guy. I, I think. I, I feel like now. I feel like I definitely said it on mic before. We don't keep text logs of our episodes, guys. So whenever we yeah. say stuff, we don't remember it. Yeah. Um, cause we just, we're talking like we're idiots, but what we say is true or at least what we feel. We just don't remember it. I don't know. The Raiders, they really, your, your franchise pisses me off. I guess. Another year, right. The, uh, chance to get into the playoffs and another collapse. Rod Marinelli should not get another NFL job. Oh, I'm like, so happy like ever. The job Rod Marinelli is doing right now. There's no really? way he stays a, as a defensive coordinator if he's <laughs> if he keeps coaching like this. I don't know. Gruden seems to like his guys. Yeah, he kept Paul Gunther for way too long. You know what? Credit to Tom Cable. I noticed him on the field for y'all the other night. He lost a lot of weight. Oh, good for Tom Cable. Good work, Tom Cable. He's coaching he looks, a good offensive line again. He looks trim. <laughs> he probably spent. He probably he probably got. He probably lost all that weight beating up players. Let's talk about the Chiefs, John. He la- he laughs because that happened while back- while Tom Cable was head coach of his franchise. Yep. Anyway, the Chiefs. Not your best look a week before the season ends against Atlanta. It was um listen, like we've talked about how much we like Raheem Morris in Atlanta. Big fan. Raheem Morris, hell of a job. Do you think he's got the job, John? No. That's too bad. No, it's a shame. I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I think – you know who I thought was really going to be an interesting coaching candidate this offseason was Jim Harbaugh? But there was a, a defensive end for Michigan that I had noticed in a few mocks in like the second, third, or fourth round who just the other day – Right, I think it was yesterday. I feel like I'd seen him in a late one too, but the other day I saw him uh, declare going back to Michigan. 
you're not going back if you don't know who the coach is. So unless Harbaugh is just going to hose his players, <laughs> I think he's probably staying. I don't know what the coaching pool looks like. I think Brian Dable, the Bills OC, is now like ascending to the level of like a B enemy and a Dorsey or a, a Brady, not Dorsey, uh, a Brady. Um, my Atlanta needs to at least talk to Raheem Morris about what his plan would be moving forward. I, I don't know if they'll stick with him. My gut says no, but he's at minimum going to get interviews. He should. And if he doesn't get it, I guarantee you he has a defensive coordinator job with the Raiders because he's literally – he's a Gruden guy. I mean, you've mentioned – and teams out here talking about all these DCs going to Raiders. It's like, find Jim Schwartz, I want him. No, you don't. I, th- I think we're going to get Wade Phillips. No, you're not. No, Raheem Morris is a Raider guy. Who cares? No, pick one. Raider. Pick a defensive coordinator, damn it. You want to know what? I'll pick the one that can break 25th-ranked defense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get all the way up to 20th. You know what helps with that? Not drafting Cleland Farrell, fourth overall. That's what helps with that. You had Khalil Mack, and it still wasn't any better. Khalil Mack, I think you had a middling defense. You also didn't have John Gruden. We had a 25th ring. Our highest defense is 25th since Derek Carr has played football. First of all, that is atrocious. <laughs> Second of all, one end is not going to change that. I know, like, like, I know exactly, but you, you keep on mentioning Clint Farrell. I'm like, we had a star defensive end. Our defense was still trash. Well, first of all, he's a linebacker, not an end. For us, he was an end. The only passer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. He stands up a lot now. That yeah, explains- that's what happens when you get a good defensive coordinator who knows what he's doing. <laughs> yes, if there's any franchise that knows what they're doing, it's definitely the Chicago Bears. On defense? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't think the Bears know what they're doing at all. Although I do love – I mean, you know I love their defensive makeup because I think Eddie Jackson's the most underrated defensive player in the NFL. I think he didn't make the Pro Bowl. Did he not make the Pro Bowl? No, he did not make the Pro Bowl. What a joke. I did guess it, but he did not make the Pro Bowl. What a joke. All um, right. From, from uh, one division ah! up to the Chiefs. They're a duck sound. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. uh we're talking about atlanta the chiefs have uh they have not looked impressive you know for the chiefs in quite a while like they're they're probably going to go 15 and 1 and they still don't look as good as they did last year i mean nothing to play for next week i don't know if mahomes will actually play any snaps i don't Um, think it matters no it doesn't (laughs) who are they playing next week denver no no we play denver they're playing the chargers yeah, probably. You know what? Chargers can steal the game. Who cares, though? So they'll be 14 and 251. Get a week off uh, on the bye. Secure at home field. Secure the first seed, the bye week. The first team you play is probably. Oh, is it Baltimore? Then? It could it's be. Been... It, 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 the, the, the problem is we don't really know because yeah. the bottom seeds are, are, are muddled as hell right now. Good job, the, by the way. Good job, who? AFC. You yeah, the AFC. You got Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland. I mean, there's there's a bunch of other jokers down there too. Like it's you you have no clue who it's going to be right now. You had eight teams for seven playoff spots when there was only supposed to be six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now the AFC figured it out. The whole AFC, the whole playoff field for the AFC is going to have ten wins or better, mm-hmm. which is good. That's smart. The NFC will not have that. Thanks to the NFC East, led by currently the Washington football team. 
Yeah, I, the Chiefs are playing their worst football at the wrong time. It's December. You've got to get hot now. Mm-hmm. And there's no team in football, in my opinion, hotter than Buffalo. They're number two. They, I think they locked in their two. I think if they win, they locked in their two, right? Okay. Maybe. I, I, Pittsburgh's not playing Ben next week. So they locked in their two. That means they yeah. locked in their two. Yeah, they are playing. They're playing Mason. So yeah. I, I don't. I don't know for sure, but I think so they probably locked in the two. Allen is two. Uh, Allen is two. Buffalo is two. Allen. <laughs> it's <three>. still Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh will be three. Uh, fourth will be Tennessee or the Colts, right? Yeah, something and then, like that. Uh, and then fifth we, will be the other one. Yeah, and then we'll get the wild cards. Yeah, Kansas City. I mean, the AFC has got a hell of a field. The winner of the the uh, the winner of the Super Bowl is probably coming out of the AFC. The contrast, the, the, you know, the converse theory to that, the contrasting theory to that is, if you if the AFC just beats the crap out of each other, on their way to the Super Bowl, they'll just get gassed. Whoever makes it there is just gassed out. Especially if it's not Kansas City, they will have had to play three insanely hard games, including at least one against Kansas City. Yep. You know, probably one against Kansas City, actually, if you want to get technical about it. But yeah, the way Kansas City's playing, no game is a. <laughs> yeah, at this point, you, you just don't know. The I, I couldn't. I mean, listen, six weeks ago, you're saying Kansas City versus the field. I was going to take Kansas City. Now, I still think Kansas City is your favorite, but Buffalo cannot be ignored. The defense is playing far better than it was the first half of the year. The offense has figured itself out. Cole Beasley did leave last night's game with a bit of an injury. We'll see what that is. Doesn't seem like it's significant, but we'll see. John Brown went on COVID. That's just, that's important. But they just mollywopped the Patriots. I know the Patriots aren't very good, but it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing what they did in New England. I don't remember a game that looked that bad for Bill Belichick. I really don't remember one that bad. Do we know where the Patriots are picking? I think right now they're. I think right now they're at fifteen, but we won't know for sure till next week. Okay. Yeah, they're not, they're not locked in. I know the Eagles can't go past 10, and they can't get better than three. Uh, and that's all I'm looking at right now. I think right now we're six, though. Um, but Kansas City, you're playing your bad ball at the wrong time. Like, if not for a young way who missed field goal, you probably would have gone to overtime in that game, and who knows? Well, we knows. Atlanta still would have blown it. But it, it, it's – I don't know. Young way picked the wrong time to miss a kick, or I guess the right way if you're a Falcons fan and you're trying to tank. But um, – yeah, if you're Kansas City, you, you can't be too thrilled with what it looks like right now. Plus, without Clyde Edwards-Alaire, the rushing attack doesn't exist. Why are they they still leaning on Williams over Bell? It doesn't track. Is Bell just bad? Probably. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, Le'Veon Bell hasn't really been good since he left, uh, left Pittsburgh. That's true. So I'm not surprised Le'Veon Bell's struggling right now. All I can say about the Chiefs is if there is one quarterback in the league that I'd be okay with playing when your team isn't playing that well, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like I agree. He, he can cover for these mistakes if he's on. No doubt. But speaking of quarterbacks, let's talk quarterbacks. John. Let's talk quarterbacks. We're going to we're gonna do – this is kind of in lieu of the um, – we're going to talk about quarterbacks and wide receiver free agency today. We are not going to do – our quick picks and shot takes this week because it's a week 17. Yeah. Week 17 football. You never know. Like what well, am I going to do next year? 
next year it'll be week 18 football where we don't do yeah well has that been confirmed yet <laughs> yeah that is confirmed next year we're gonna have hell yeah. week, which that means be put, uh push your fantasy competitions to a week 17 finals huh yeah might have to go to 17 finals i mean fantasy will look a little different next year that's fun mm-hmm. um all right so we're gonna talk about quarterbacks now we have the list of quarterbacks we're gonna talk about now these are not the best quarterbacks in college, just in general. Like we're leaving out Ian Book from Notre Dame because I don't think he's he's not coming. He's not eligible yet. I don't think. Also, I don't I don't think I take him over any of these guys. I did not get impressed by Ian Book. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know some lists have him as like, oh my god, he's one of the best five quarterbacks in the in, the, in college. I have trouble ever rating Notre Dame just because they don't play a conference. Although they played ACC this year, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Um, they're gonna get they're gonna get railed by Alabama this week. So anyway, we're gonna talk about Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Kyle Trask, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. That was not listed in any order. That was just listed as the people we had typed. But we'll see what we'll, 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 <laughs> a little a little bit amount. I mean, a little bit of this will stay the same. We'll see where we go. Who do we want to start by talking? What do we want to start this with? Uh, so we we watched tape on all of these, and there's only one person that we watched and were not impressed whatsoever. Yeah, every, everyone on this list had at least brief glimmers. And I want to say that even for the guy that we're about to drag a little bit, there were still glimmers of this player. It's not like he can't play. It's just all of these quarterbacks are like predicted around the first round to early second currently. There, there is a world, there is a universe where all six of these quarterbacks can go in the first round. There is a very real universe where that can happen. And but, uh, with Trey Lance, I don't see it. Yeah, with the tape we watched today. Now, we do need to preface it by saying Trey Lance only played one game this year. Uh, North Dakota State did not play a full schedule. His 2019 tape was exceptional. His game against, what was it, Central Arkansas? Yep. Suspect at best. It was uh, the only thing that I got coming out of it was, uh, and John, he's a good runner. He's a really pure, natural, gifted athlete. That's very true. Like the guy can obviously run and he's got great running IQ. But throwing the football, not impressed. What, there were some errors. Yeah. There, there were some questionable decisions. Um, there, were, there was one ball, though, I, I will note. It's not like he can't throw. We did see one ball that was just flawless. Mm-hmm. It was just dropped. Like, just straight number one, whoever the hell that was, the guy you were like, he, undraftable. It was breadbasket throw. Yeah. Perfect ball. Touchdown. Drop. Stuck. Like, I saw the throw. I was like, all right, that's why he's rated highly. Because that ball was incredible. It was just, it was dropped. It won't show up on the stat sheet. Incredible throw. This guy. I had a theory on this. I think Trey Lance is getting more recognition, not because he can't, not not because he's like some elite player. He's a good player, but I think he's getting more recognition because North Dakota State, since Carson Wentz was drafted, has become more recognizable for casual fans or for you know relatively educated fans, knowing that like okay, they have a good program up there in North Dakota, which they do. It's a good program. That again. Carson Wentz could also be damaging this man's stock because let's be real, Carson Wentz sucks now. So he's he brought him up and he's gonna knock him down himself. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I whatever. I mean, Easton Stick didn't exactly go high, but he still got drafted. 
how many times he's going to draft North Dakota State quarterbacks? Really? We're just going to keep doing that now? <laughs> just because? It'll be the third one in a row. It'll be the third one in five years. <sighs> Would Trey Lance have looked better just – in, in, we're inferring here, Ebteen. Would, would Trey Lance have looked better with more tape? Probably, right? Yeah. I mean, just the fact that he has more game time, and it's not do or die on one game. Yeah, he, he would have looked better. Yeah. I mean, the kid had to – he had to freaking ball out, and he had to try – it looked – a lot of it looked like he was trying too hard, but he had to show out in the one game he had, uh, and then North Dakota canceled the season. I just – and they – I mean, they knew it going into the game. It was a one and done. So, I don't know. But as of right now, of the six on the list, Trey Lance, not very much tape, but he looked the least ready. He, I think that's the best way to put it. He's a project. Yeah. Uh, he's like, what, Jordan Love from last year? You're going <laughs> to sit him. You're going to sit him for years. Trey Lance is going to sit. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to sit at least a year, maybe two. I think, I think next we should move on to uh, – Kyle Trask. Okay. <laughs> all, all I'm going to say about Kyle Trask is John and I watched, I think, like what? A good four games of Kyle Trask today. And every single game we're like, you know who's really good though? Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is freaking nuts. Every time he threw to 84, I'm like, oh dear God, that's filthy. <laughs> that man does. That doesn't make any sense. I, I, that's what I say to Abtine all the time. But if I if I if I really like a player, I'm like he doesn't make any sense. Kyle Pitts doesn't make sense. Kyle Pitts. You look at Kyle Pitts play, and you're like, oh, you're a tight end. I think it was Georgia where he literally like caught the ball. He lost three guys. Three guys. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Kyle Pitts. Every it was like five straight highlights. You're like Pitts. Pitts. That's a good throw by Trask. What what a catch by Kyle Pitts. I, the guy just makes catches that don't make any sense. And also, it wasn't only Pitts, right? It was – oh, no, no, that was with Zach Wilson. Take Never mind, we'll get to that. What, the Tony? Yeah, Tony or whatever. That's that's Trask. That's Trask? Yeah. Tony, you're doing great, man. Florida – yeah, Tony. We don't, we don't know him off the top of our heads. The wide receiver out of Florida, number one, Tony. T-O-N-E-Y. I don't know how to pronounce the name. I apologize. But he, he looked – really energetic feet. Just he gets a ball, break tackles, gone. And You're not he catching declared. Him. He declared yesterday. Did he really? Yeah. Hell yeah. Where's he rated? Uh I'll get to that. <laughs> okay. I did we did not we clearly we didn't watch a ton of Florida ball this year. No, we did not. Um third round caliber. Third round? Yeah. I could see it. It's a good hell, pick in the third round. Hell of a player. I like that value. I like that value a lot. I might even say second. That was really ta- – that was good tape. I'm yeah. going to tell you that right now. That was good tape. So were you impressed with Kyle Trask while we talk about the people? While we talk about the people he threw to? <laughs> I mean, let's put it this way. Kyle Trask was given was, – was done some favors. Oh, yeah. Kyle Pitts is a cheat code. Like, MT at one point was like, why doesn't this guy go third overall? We were like, I, I don't know. <laughs> He's nuts. I love Kyle Pitts. I think he's a very good football player. Kyle Trask, I, I noticed something in Kyle Trask's game against Alabama a couple weeks ago. I watched it. I watched it wire to wire. Kyle Trask seems to get better as the game goes on. Yeah, I noticed that. And that's a big trait. That's a good trait. But you have to be good the whole game, first of all. Second of all, Another positive on Kyle Trask, I noticed the guy's just got guts. 
he will do whatever he needs to. He'll run, he'll throw short, intermediate, deep. He might miss some, who knows, but the man will do whatever it takes to die on the field and win a football game. Now, this is a bad comparison. (laughs) It reminded me so much of, and you're immediately going to laugh, Josh Rosen's game against Texas A&M. You mean mean my favorite college football game in a long time? Josh Rosen played like a god in that game. He just never played like it again. Kyle Trask played Alabama incredibly well. It was an interesting game. Florida was was competitive in that game. It was important for Bama to work hard to win that football game. You know, it wasn't like playing the Citadel. They, they had to play a real football game. Kyle Trask is a big reason why. Kyle Pitts is a big reason why. Third-round caliber Tooney is a good reason why. Like, th- these guys are good football players. Obviously, Florida built themselves a good program, but I think this Trask kid is a, good re- is a, big, reason to, a, a, a big reason why they were able to be successful. Top 10, top 10 rank most of the season. Um. I think yeah, he had targets, but who knows? He's pretty good. I think the only worry I have is Pitts was so magnetic when we were watching Trask tape that I, I'm worried once Pitts is gone that Trask takes a hit. It's a viable concern, mainly because I we caught ourselves doing it. As we were watching the Trask tape, we became more enamored with watching as much Pitts as we could you got distracted by how good he is. Yeah. Um, Kyle Pitts is bonkers good. I mean, that's think? Top 10 pick? I think, if you get, I think if you get him outside of it, you got unbelievable value. I think a value of Kyle Pitts outside of top 10 is nuts. What do you if think you get, uh, if the Eagles are there, right? At the back end of the top 10, you think they go for it? To pair him with Goddard, because Zach Ertz won't be here next year. I mean, it doesn't even matter if Goddard's on the field if you have Pitts on the field. No, because it's basically three players. I mean, Goddard and Pitts become a ridiculous tight end tandem. Just nuts at that stage. I, I don't know. I think the Eagles would have to consider O-line before they consider tight end. Um, or D, or, or they, they have to do something on the lines or, or linebacker. I'm not sure. I like Micah Parsons out of, L, uh, out of Penn State. I know it's ironic because I like a lot of Penn State football players, but Micah Parsons is really highly rated. I like Micah a lot. We need a linebacker desperately. Nate Gary cannot be your best linebacker. I'm sorry. You just can't do it. I don't know. That's a good question. Kyle Pitts, I wouldn't be upset. He's nuts. When you draft, crazy. When you drafted Nate Gary, you were like, hell of a special teams player. And then he started starting yeah. for you. Like, yeah, then he started starting. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> this, he went too this, far. Yeah, I was like, this needs to stop. Because he was. He was a great teamer at Nebraska. And I was like, you know what? Good pick. Fifth-round value. Really good teamer. I'm fine with it. Why are you starting on defense? (laughs) What happened? Why do we have no one else? All right, let's move on to a quarterback that I'm probably more enamored than I should be about. Uh, Yeah, I know who you're going with. Let's go to Mac Jones. I don't know. Just like we were watching his tape, and all I saw was, obviously, he can't get out of the pocket. He, he's stuck as a pocket. He guy. does have some outside-the-pocket yeah. issues. But uh, accurate, had a good arm, a lot to like. Good distance on the ball. Doesn't step into as many throws as you'd like to see. Doesn't run as much as you kind of – as it seems to – as you seem to need in today's NFL. Yeah. Uh, you need some level of mobility. It doesn't seem like Jones has used a ton of that. 
at the risk of being Stephen A. Smithy and being like, it doesn't seem like a mobile quarterback. You know, remember when he said about Dwayne Haskins, that Dwayne Haskins was better mobile quarterback, but he like didn't run in college at all. And he had to apologize. Yeah. Now Dwayne Haskins isn't even in the league. So who gives a shit? Um, uh, Mac Jones is kind of like Kyle Trask, right? Like they both been blessed with weapons. Yeah, let's let's talk about the warning with, with Mac Jones. You got Devonte Smith, Devonte Smith. You got Jalen Waddle, <laughs> Najee Harris at running back. You have people that have never spent time covered in college. And let's not forget Nick Saban. Like, what are you gonna do? Is it Tua and Hurts? Like, is are they? Hertz has played pretty good start to his NFL career. I don't know if he's a good quarterback yet, but he's played pretty well. Tua has great games and bad games. I don't know up, what. Yeah. He's but up and when, down. When the Raiders defense can hold you, you got problems, man. <laughs> when you get benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick twice, yeah. you got problems, man. And then they're going to start him again. I don't know what Miami's plan is moving forward at quarterback. The Ryan weird. Flores is like, I have the third pick. Maybe I draft another. <laughs> He might. They draft Mac Jones. <laughs> I like Alabama. <laughs> it's like I dig it. Yeah, no, I think um, Mac and Trask are kind of lumped in the right in the same in the same world here. You know, technically gifted players. They look very talented. They they look very good in their own right. But Florida's got Kyle Pitts. Alabama has a small army. Um. <laughs> A player's faster than anything else on the planet. Yeah, Devontae Smith might win the Heisman. Like, that's great. Like, it's wild that a wide receiver is going to maybe win the Heisman. I don't know. And then I also, just as, I, just as I was sitting here, I don't know, this is how my brain works. As I was sitting here, I was thinking back to, like, Heisman finalists. So I thought of, like, D.D. Westbrook was, like, the last major receiver I can remember being, like, a true blue Heisman finalist. Uh, but do you remember D.D. Westbrook? And then a couple of years later, Oklahoma, same program, had C.D. Lamb. <laughs> D.D. and C.D. Funny. Anyway, Mac Jones. <laughs> are you, you going to talk, uh, talk crap on future Heisman Trophy winner for the Oklahoma wide, Oklahoma wide receiver, I.I.? <laughs> I, I, oh, my God. Yeah, I.I. Oh, golly. What a mess. What about, so what, what's the guy's name? We got, we got, we got Rattler, I, I, Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. We got II. We got BB, uh, Fifi, GG. <laughs> we got him. Keep on. GGTT, ZZQQ. <laughs> we got a, we got wide receiver ZZ Top first rounder. <laughs> wide receiver ZZ Top. <laughs> ZZ Top. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma's big on their initials. Even though CD and DD are both not initials. Yeah. It's C E E D E E and then D E D E. What? Whatever. And then I I from Monkey Ball. And then um Oh, what about JJ? That's an easy one. Well, JJ Arthega Whiteside. That's unfortunate. I I just yeah, what a mess. Oh, JJ Reddick. We could put him in there. Uh, yeah, what a mess. It's so many initials that right, aren't let's, initials. Let's, let's leave the alphabet and hit our top. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, you've got a lot of talent around you, but talented players in their own right, we believe. I mean, with Mac Jones, we get to see him in the college football playoffs. And we'll see what yeah, that's unfortunate. You get him and then two other guys on this list you get to see yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, so, I mean, hell of a playoffs. Good job, committee. <laughs> yeah, might as well.
<laughs> I still I, I only Notre Dame should have made it. I want to make that clear. I don't think Notre Dame should have made it. But you actually played a conference this year, so my primary complaint for them every year has been no conference. They played it this year, so I guess I should just shut up about it. But you shouldn't have had to win. You shouldn't have had – you didn't beat Clemson the first time. Trevor Lawrence wasn't available. You didn't have Clemson. By the way, he's on this list. Shocker. But you didn't beat him the first time, so that shouldn't count. Anyway, top three. Top three. Let's start with Zach Wilson. BYU. What's the first thing that came to your mind when you saw him play? Mormons. Second thing that came to my mind, though. Athletic. Was, uh, <laughs> second thing that came to my mind was athleticism. Yeah. Um, he's incredibly athletic. There's no doubt about that. The legs are fantastic. Steps into most of his throws. Very smart with his athleticism. Doesn't escape the pocket early. He does it when he needs to or when he feels like he needs to. Emptine pointed out, and I wasn't sure if this was correct or not. We, we debated it a little bit. There were a couple of plays, I, forget, I think it was against Houston. There were a couple of plays that he didn't notice certain pressure coming to him. Yeah, it seemed like he was blind every once in a while. It seemed like he, would, he wouldn't quite anticipate the pressure, even the ones that was actually coming right in front of him. You need to be able to do that, especially in the NFL. It's like You have to, or you will die. Recently, you're starting to see Zach Wilson actually overtake the field and slot into QB2 in this draft. <laughs> That's what you, know what, you know what I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he overtook the fields and became QB2 Justin, a lot. What happened, Justin? Well, we'll talk about Justin's Indiana game shortly, but because that's what happened to Justin. <laughs> but Zach Wilson, all of a sudden, you're just pulling it out. I mean, you don't see a whole lot of BYU QBs come out of nowhere like this. I'd be stunned if he wasn't a first-round pick, the way, the, way all this, the way all the hype is I, you know, swirling. I'd be stunned if he wasn't a top-10 pick at this point. Yeah, it, it's, it's strange. I mean, this is a tough QB field to rate. It's, it's not hard to rate it as far as the order. I think that's actually not that hard. But it's hard to rate just how many are going to go in the first round and how early they're going to go. Like last year, the top three, you knew who it was going to be. You just weren't certain how early. You thought Tua was going to go earlier than he did. You thought Herbert might have actually gone later than he did. Turns out Herbert should have gone first. (laughs) So who knows? Yeah, I I just – Wilson, I I didn't know about him up until this year. So I'm a little – Tentative with that. I didn't know about him until this season. I think that's just because he plays in BYU. And BYU I, I, I think it's product of I, I think it's product location, probably. Yeah. But why did I know about Trey Lance last year? Like that's my question. You knew about Trey Lance because you're an Eagle fan. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm going out of my way to watch North Dakota State football. I watch it when I hear about a player there. Wilson, I think you liked him more than I did. I don't know about that. <laughs> you definitely like Mac Jones more than I did. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, but I, every time I saw Mac Jones do anything, I'm like, it's Devontae Smith. <laughs> every time I saw I was like, that's Jalen Waddle. Every single time I saw Kyle Trask do anything, I'm like, eh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and Pitts. <laughs> every time, God, Kyle Pitts. That's the funny thing. We were watching quarterback tape. Who our favorite player was that we watched? Kyle Pitts. Out of all the players, it was one of the <laughs> Kyle Pitts. 
We like Kyle Pitts more than any of the quarterbacks we watched. Wilson's an interesting candidate. I think Wilson's more ready than the guys we spoke about before. Oh, easily. Like, all the guys below that we've talked are sitting. Are Probably sitting. Here. Now, Zach Wilson, he could start. But I would rather he sits for a year. I I, I would I I agree. I, I, he should probably sit a year. Um, where 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 would he go in the top ten? Can we pull that out? What's the top ten of the draft right now? Let's predict where he would go and if he can sit. Who Wilson? Yeah. Okay. I mean, where's he slotted right now? I mean, no, like we're we're assuming he's going to be a top ten pick. Okay. Our top 10 includes uh, the first three picks aren't going to take him. Carolina at four, Atlanta at five, Miami at six, Philadelphia at seven, Dallas at eight, Chargers at nine, and Giants at 10. I think that's up to date. I might be wrong. Say the top five. The top five are Jacksonville, Jets, Bengals, Panthers, Falcons. I got your team. Is it the Panthers? It's the Panthers. Yeah, uh, because you you have Teddy Bridgewater for another year, right? It's well, it, that that that'd be yeah. You have him for two more. Um, it's three year deal, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I could be wrong, but it's definitely not one. So Wilson to you can do well. I mean, listen, Jets. The draft begins at the Jets, right? We're not gonna, you know, there's no spoiler alert really for the Jags. We know who they're taking, but the um, and if they don't, it will be the biggest draft story since Reggie Bush didn't go first. It will be the biggest draft story since that day. It'll also cause us to drink because then we will have to throw out every bit of study we've ever done. <laughs> like, but we're not going to be drinking already. Oh, no, we're going to be drinking. <laughs> that should be like a live stream. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I don't really know what to make of where Wilson would go. I mean, the Jets at two make this confusing. The Jets at one, it wasn't confusing. Damn it, New York. <laughs> the Jets at two makes this weird. Do they go Penny Sewell or do they go – or Panay or Panay? I don't remember. I'm sorry. But do they, do they go lineman? Do they go quarterback? Do they no. actually pay Darnold? Like, what are you doing? They draft Kyle Pitts and the rest of them. They go at two. <laughs> you know what? Pitts at two is obviously too high, but like, he's really good. <laughs> uh, he's really good. Zach Wilson to the Jets, he's starting, right? Like we, yeah. Zach Wilson to the Jets, he's starting. Zach Wilson to the Panthers is a better situation for Zach Wilson. I bet he sits like six games. I don't think, I don't think Teddy keeps the job for the entire You game. think he beats out Teddy midseason? I think they're going to switch eventually because Teddy's not been playing well these last couple Teddy's of played fine, though. It's not like he's played bad. He hasn't played badly. He's before, before these couple of weeks. You were like, you know, they can, put, they can pick someone else. Like they, yeah. they don't have to go quarterback with their first pick. They, they have to be ready for the future, though. Like Pittsburgh, Carolina, New Orleans. I, I'm sorry. New Orleans, Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. I'm, I'm not. You're, you're, I'm, I'm slotting you as a QB candidate forever until you get that through your skull. Indianapolis, um, Minnesota. Colts, Minnesota. <laughs> as much as you don't want to believe it. There, there, are, <laughs> there are so many teams that have a guy that either isn't the guy or is too old and you need to have another guy. Um, Buccaneers, New England. You Tampa. go down a hole. Do you think Tampa would be have the balls to draft a QB with Brady in the building? Hell no. Yeah, they don't <laughs> have the balls for that. 
Bruce Come on, Arians, they're not doing that. Bruce Arians is going to draft. Bruce him. Arians would do it just because he has Tom Brady in the building. They're taking Zach Wilson. They're drafting, trading up to two and taking Wilson. Um, and, and he's going to go to Brady. He's like, I heard he can catch some passes in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce you to Kyle Pitts. Um, See, that's someone Brady would love. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fourth tight end that they not, not to not use. See, but when you draft Kyle Pitts, I know we're talking about quarterbacks. But <laughs> Why are we talking about Kyle Pitts so much? <laughs> when, you, when you draft Kyle Pitts, you don't get a tight end. You get an awesome get a team weapon. <laughs> you, get, you get a god. Um, <laughs> god, I should I should take another shot. Yeah, wait, you only take a one, right? Yeah, we're an hour in. You need to take I more. Need to take another shot. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Pitts. Uh, it's like Jeff Kyle Pitts. Uh, that's an inside joke. Sorry for the people that have no clue what the hell I just did. Zach Wilson should go to a team where he gets to sit. He should not get a starting job yeah. immediately. If he does, he he's going to be limited. Let's talk. Let's talk about the quarterbacks that will not sit. Yeah, there's two guys that aren't going to sit. Justin Fields. I mean, we we can start off with the good parts. Let's start with the good. Let's start with the good. Probably my favorite uh, thrower that we saw. Just like the way he like unleashed. I mean, we watched all this before we watched Trevor Lance, Trevor Lawrence. But out of, like, all the people below him, probably my favorite thrower. He also has great talent. <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Olave. 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 And then another wide receiver who we forgot his name because I literally just took another shot and alcohol hits me fast. His legs. What do you think about his legs? They're superior. I mean, they're, they're very they're – very, he, he's a very talented athlete. The leg, I would like to see the, some sliding. Oh, yeah, there's, that, that there's, was my biggest problem. There's not a whole lot of that. He has this spin move that he loves. and you can Big fan. Big fan, of, big fan of the B button. You can tell he loves it because in every single one of his runs, he does – even if there's no one near him, he'll yeah. do the spin move. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you do the Boston Scott spin move for the Eagles last year that actually did nothing? <laughs> he spin moved like 10 yards in front of everybody. Like, okay, you anticipated needing to use it. You were wrong. <laughs> Um, but besides that, I mean, definitely the most ready out of all that we, that everyone we've seen. And if he hits, like if, if he doesn't bust out, I think he has a higher ceiling than Zach Wilson. There's just, there's a lot of ifs with him. I think, oh yeah, that's right. You can see me. Yeah. I can't see you. I forgot about that. Um, I think Justin Fields, first of all, I don't think we can classify any of the four guys we mentioned prior to fields as potential bust guys, because we, we think all four of them, especially the first three and probably Zach Wilson would benefit from a year of yeah, sitting. sitting. Yeah. Justin Fields, therefore I think is the highest bust potential. Oh yeah. He has, in my opinion, the highest highs and the lowest lows. Well, second highest highs. Um, I don't know. Actually, he can't pass him. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. He can't. We'll get there in a minute. You're not going to hear a lot of negative about Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to say that right now. He's susceptible to COVID, that bastard. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. He's immune now. <laughs> For how long, John? Can we I don't know. Over 15 it's, it's, val- it's a valid point. Um, Justin Fields, he, he, he's, he's incredibly gifted. 
He's got a lot of talent around him, but Ohio State only played eight games. Dabo Sweeney, did you see Dabo rated Ohio State number 11 in the country? Yeah. He gave an exam, He gave an, an explanation. He said the reason I did that was because they didn't play like greater than 10 games. He said anybody that played under 10 games, he said he wasn't rating higher. He said, I think Ohio State could beat my football team. He said, I think they are a very, they're an incredible program. They could beat my football team. I just, they're not, they didn't play enough games, so I can't rate them higher. I get the logic. You don't got to be a jerk about it, but I get the logic. <laughs> In a perfect world, Dabo Sweeney is the new head coach of the Jaguars. <laughs> but, um, but we'll go back to Trevor in a second. I, 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 think, I think Ohio State has had a good enough season to warrant talking about Fields as a potential best QB in this draft. The problem is the Indiana game. Oh, my. And I know, he, I know he threw two picks in the Northwestern game, and that's, we, we could talk about that. It's not important. That, I can look at the Northwestern game and say that's just a – you had a bad day. Because the Northwestern game, one was on him, one wasn't. I, I, one pick was on him, one wasn't. It's not a good day, but I'm, I'm just going to call that one a bad day. The Indiana game, the first pick was a misread. The first pick, he, he had a guy underneath, five yards shorter, who he could have gotten the ball to and gotten relatively the same amount of yards had he thrown it to the guy that he was throwing to initially. He just got picked by a safety that he did not see. Which was weird you didn't see him. There was only one safety. Right. <laughs> he, he missed the safety, and I'm, I'm surprised. it was very surprising. The second pick was – I forget what the second one was. Was that a bobbled ball? Yeah, I think it was the bobbled ball. No, it was the it was yeah it was the it was it wasn't a bobbled ball. It was just a missed throw. He it was on him. And the reason I don't really need to spend too much time talking about the second one is continue to talk about the third one. That was horrendous. The third interception that Justin Fields threw was a brain neutral moment. <laughs> you cannot do what he did on that play. As he was being sacked, he just hucked the ball up in the middle of the football field, just non-discriminately just here's the ball whoever gets it gets it it was effectively a punt a granted an, yard punt. granted like a 20 yard punt maximum and then the guy well, fumbled it the guy that yeah the re ohio state got bailed out because the punt the punt returner the guy that caught the interception fumbled it <laughs> and an ohio state lineman jumped on it so he got bailed out can i say one thing about the indiana game though Go ahead. What the hell was that offensive line? Yeah, no, Ohio State, your O-line is trash. <laughs> your center. Oh, my God, the center. For all we know, we're talking about a first-round center. If we are, knock him off your board. <laughs> we watched him literally stand face-to-face against a defensive lineman. And, and just, just let him go. Him through. <laughs> Never touched him. Never touched him. Instead, he went to double block. He pinched. He he went. He went to pitch the right guard's assignment, and he just let the tackle run through. The left guard wanted nothing to do with it. The center wanted nothing to do with it. I don't know who that tackle is for Indiana. He should be given a contract. A college player should be paid to pave the road that he was able to run through to go kill Justin Fields on that one play. Justin <laughs> Fields was left out to dry on some of those plays. His right tackle had some terrible, terrible. The only, I don't know who the left tackle was on Ohio State. I thought he played okay. The rest of the line, oh my God. What was that? You're going to get the man killed. You're going to get the man killed. The running back, good blocking. I think that's Sermon. Good blocking. Yeah, good blocking. 
Good blocking. But, dear God, that center should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> that was embarrassing. A turnstile would have offered more resistance. You could uh, – one of those, like, revolving doors in Manhattan office buildings would have provided more protection than, just, than Justin Fields got on that play. All right, Trevor Lawrence. John. A wall – one of those, like, 70s, like – weed van like bead doors would have provided more defense would have provided more protection for justin fields let's talk about things that would have provided more protection for justin fields i'll go first an open door (laughs) an open window (laughs) that's that's too close i win (laughs) a small baby standing in the middle small baby A 12-ounce toddler. Like, it, it, it's... What are we doing? A sl- I'm, I have a slinky right here. An unraveled slinky. A cardboard cutout of the offensive line. A cardboard cutout of that offensive lineman. <laughs> a picture of the offensive line. A sign that just says blocker. <laughs> a piece of paper with the letter B on it. A sign what? that says do not enter... <laughs> no, <laughs> a meme of Gandalf saying you shall not pass. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Justin Fields didn't exactly have a ton of favors done for him by his own line in those games. Indiana notably, but I, I just there were I mean there were game there were pl- passes thrown in that game. We good throws by Justin Fields. They were just dropped straight up. Yeah, there was one I forget who it was. It was across the middle, five yard ball right in his chest. Never caught it. <laughs> Like not, it even, dropped like, not, not even like never caught it. It rocketed off of him. It just it, it, ball gets to his hands. It hits him in both hands. Just bounces off. It was like he was wearing bricks for hands. Like it was so stupid. You know what you could use those bricks for? Building a wall to protect Justin Fields from a pass rush. One brick. Oh my god. Yeah, one brick. One lone brick. No cement. Never lost. I never saw an offensive lineman do that before. That was the. <laughs> I've seen it done, but I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, it was it was embarrassing. That was pretty bad. Fields is I don't think Fields is gonna bust. I, I don't. I think that I think the issues he has are fixable. I also think he's I think he gives a damn. Like I and I think that's important. I'm a little gun shy with Ohio State quarterbacks. I've always been oh, gun shy with Ohio I'm State quarterbacks. <laughs> well, it's not just Haskins, but I've always been very gun shy with them. JT Barrett, I didn't love coming out. Cardell Jones, I really didn't get it at all. I mean, he, um, he was only hyped because of the playoffs. So stupid. I, I did not like Cardell Jones coming out at all. I, my, my favorite quarterback in that whole – remember that horde? It was Braxton Miller who became a wideout. Mm-hmm. JT Barrett and Cardell Jones. Mm-hmm. My top was Braxton Miller. I loved Braxton Miller. Uh, and then he ended up in my system in Philly as a wideout. He just didn't stick. I, I'm gun shy with Ohio State quarterbacks. Troy Smith from back in the day, Terrell Pryor. They just they haven't fully panned. Dwayne Haskins, the most recent candidate. They're more it just successful. hasn't panned. They're more successful as wide receivers, actually. Terrell Pryor. Yeah, Terrell Pryor at his best season in the NFL is a wideout. We'll see. I, I, I am a little gun shy. Uh, Clemson, on the other hand, Deshaun Watson is one hell of a quarterback. And uh, surprise, surprise. Trevor Lawrence is our QB one. Bold, I know. We really took a risk on this one. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be more bold, and I think he's gonna go pick one. No, crazy. 
It's insane. He's going to 2022 pick one. <laughs> what? Are you crazy? <laughs> that, that, well, that's actually that's possible. Um, I, guys, Trevor Lawrence, the best quarterback in this draft. Has he declared yet? Just, just making sure. No, he hasn't. Officially, right. no. Official bold prediction. 2022. He's not doing it. <laughs> Do you know how bad that would be? Do you remember Matt Barkley was going to be the number two pick in that draft ahead of RG3, but after luck? And then he went back to USC and he went fourth, fourth round. Yep. <laughs> and ruined his career. I only remember Matt Barkley because he played last night for Buffalo. He's Josh Allen's backup. Did you know that? Kind of fits, honestly. It does. It fits so perfectly, and I don't know why. <laughs> it fits flawlessly, and I'm not sure why. But yeah, Matt Barkley's their backup. Um, or let's let's wax poetically about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is unbelievable. It took. We watched him last. Because yeah, we watched him last. It took like what thirty seconds. Uh, yeah, we watched Lawrence last because Lawrence was the one we we're most familiar with. Yeah, he's the one everybody's most familiar with. Um, it took thirty seconds to declare him QB one. We need one throw. He is better than this field. Yeah, there's there's no argument. I I could have made an argument. I think it would have been ignored, and I think it would have fallen on deaf ears. And I didn't even agree with it. If I if I had made this argument last year, I wouldn't have agreed with it. There was an argument to be had that Joe Burrow was not the QB one last draft. I disagree with it. I, he was the QB1. I still think he's a QB1. There is no argument to be had this year. And if you're arguing it, you're wrong. I, I just – I'm sorry. Now watch Trevor Lawrence be the only bust out of this draft. <laughs> I know. Watch the rest of them be great because we just said he's going to be the best one. Yeah. I, this, is the clear, this is clear as day this for is, me. This is like draft day where, like, there's that quarterback everyone loves and you're trying to figure out what's his flaw. We can't find one. <laughs> He's so efficient. He's been a captain since his sophomore year. They love him. I've got nothing. His I've hair, got nothing. You want to know what it is? Your hair is a little long. Get a haircut. It's sunshine. <laughs> no, it's sunshine. It's sunshine from Remember the Titans. Yeah. It, it, it tracks. And you know what? He's from the area. I think he's from Tennessee or Georgia. I think he's Tennessee. <clears throat> um. So he doesn't have to move too far when he moves to Jacksonville. It's Panhandle. It's northern Florida. So you can live up there. It's not bad for him. It's pro- relatively close to home. It's not Joe Burrow in Ohio, but it's close. This is – I'm looking – I just looked back at the talking points you wrote. Ebteen writes the talking points for us so we can look at them before the show. <laughs> One, Haskins busts out of Daniel Snyder's ass. <laughs> um, anyway – um honestly true anyway um please don't sue us dan snyder we didn't do anything wrong i'm like uh, yeah allegedly uh, it's a bad uh, god i'm teen allegedly take another shot um you've only taken two right i've only taken two yeah you gotta go another one because we're running that we're almost out of time we still got got wide receiver free agency i know but we've got like 20 minutes um I mean, T-Law, he's just not doing anything wrong. I, I haven't seen it yet. The only flaw is that he was susceptible to COVID. Like, he, he got COVID, and that's it. This would be an undefeated C. Are you coughing? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see him anymore, so I just heard him coughing. I'm like, either he's laughing or he's dying. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, both. <laughs> both at the same time. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in this draft. I, I, it really doesn't – we don't need to say much about this, right? 
He's oh, we nuts. Have, we have a whole off season to repeat it every single day. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start every draft analysis video. We're going to be like, all right, today we're going to talk about defensive ends, and just so you know, Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in this draft. Um, like it, it's okay. Okay, let's let's put it into perspective. All right, can we can we mention something negative, like other than the hair? Like, is there anything? Let's put it to perspective. All right, Trevor Lawrence is he the best quarterback in this draft since? the whole Baker Mayfield six quarterbacks, five quarterbacks in the first round. Is he the best quarterback in the draft since that draft? Is that your question? Like, like, yeah. So like, okay, last five years, is Trevor Lawrence the best quarterback prospect coming into the draft? Yes. I, I, my gut says yes. Is he the best since Andrew Luck? Yes. Is he, who's, who's, who's after Andrew Luck? (laughs) Is he the best since Peyton Manning? (laughs) I mean, I don't, I, I was what three, that was that was close enough. You can you can talk about the draft at three. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Man, was... That man has a big head. He can make quarterback plays. He be... <laughs> His head's big. His head's big. He's better than Ryan Leaf. <laughs> um, that was my impression of myself at three. My voice has changed. <laughs> um, Mine the same. <laughs> you you were born that way. Goo goo. <laughs> Mommy, I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, God, that's oh. creepy. It's so creepy. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> that's the, that's the closest uh, we can get to saying something negative about Trevor Lawrence. You know what? That's, <laughs> I was about to say, that's the negative of Trevor Lawrence. We go nuts when we talk about him. Um, All right, how about, how about this? Let's look, at his, let's look at his wide receiver room, and let's see if we can, if we can say that. <laughs> it's quieter this year. Try it. Yeah, he, I mean, he had T. Higgins last year. That helped. Uh, what is it this year? Is it Justin Ross this year? I, I, maybe. All right. Trevor Lawrence is amazing, guys. If you would if you, imagine, you know what? Imagine. Wait, wait, wait. I got this. I got this. Trevor Lawrence wide receivers include a juju. I, I hope I pronounced that right. A juju. It's A J O U, A J O U. I don't want, I, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. We are bad with names. Yeah. Um, Will Brown, Hampton Earl, Hamp Green, Ty Herbstrite, Josh Jackson, Frank Lodson Jr., Max May, Joseph Nagat. This is a long list. Um, and I'm just going to cut to Justin Ross, Amari Rogers, and two Sweeney kids. <laughs> so, okay, here's the deal. None, I, when you were saying that name, I realized something. What? When you were going through that list of names, I noticed one glaring absence. Okay. Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing, Clemson? <laughs> you don't have Kyle Pitts. What are you doing? Are you serious about competing? Um, no, Kyle Pitts. You lost. Yeah, I'm uh, – <laughs> imagine if they'd had Kyle Pitts. Season ending. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Done. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in this draft, and he's the best prospect I've seen throw the ball in years. I was a huge, I was huge on Baker Mayfield. Two years for Baker Mayfield was actually even considered for the draft. I was surprised even then, the morning of, when I heard he was going to go number one. Darnold seemed like he was above him the whole way. John actually called me. I called you from campus. Yeah, because <laughs> I was, I had a class that morning. Yeah. I had a class that morning. I had a like I, I think it was I think I had a class with Alex. Yeah, um, I I, call, you call, I picked up the call. I'm like John. The draft is in hours. 
Go to bed. <laughs> no, I, I called him at like 7 a.m. because my class was, more, was early. I had to go to the class. I was going to go to class. I was going to get breakfast. I was going to maybe do some draft study. I was going to maybe take a nap, which I, I don't nap. I ended up not napping. No, we watched um, draft day instead. Well, yeah, we watched the movie instead. But yeah, so I, I wake him up and I'm like, he's like, dude. And I don't call people ever, but I'm like, dude, you need to look at the article I just sent you right now. And team was basically half asleep. He opens the article. He's like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah. And Epstein's lesson was like, what did you see? I'm like, I don't know, but he's the number one pick now. And I was right. <laughs> and I was stoked. Um, Trevor Lawrence is better than that. And I've been, uh, I've been watching. You remember that, uh, that high school QB show? Was like, I think it was called like QB1 or something like that. Oh, the one with Tate Martell on it? Sure. And yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the highlight I got from that show. <laughs> Tate Martell. Um, it was it was the one with uh that uh Trent Dilfer. It was one with Trent Dilfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence were in it. And I think yeah. Fields won MVP of that season or something. And it's just mind blowing to me that like you had that show and it's just been these two guys fighting it out their entire career <laughs> basically yeah i mean if if justin fields doesn't go, oh god voice crack if justin fields doesn't go second which depending on the mock draft you look at right now is possible that he doesn't go second zach wilson's above him in some of them although i haven't seen any with the other guys above them i've seen the three have always been lawrence yeah. fields and wilson in some it's, order it's, they're the top three. It's yeah, that's the top three from what, we, what we're reading. Uh, and we agree with it. As of right now, we kind of agree with it. I think Ebtine's less sure about Zach Wilson. Am I, am I representing yeah, you properly? Yeah, I'm less sure about Zach Wilson. Okay. Because um, I, I know you're bigger on Mac Jones than a lot of people are. <laughs> Probably too big. Let me watch. Yeah, yeah, you're a little bigger on Mac Jones than a lot of people. I'm not sure yet. I just I need more time. But, uh, and we got plenty because it's only December. But... Yeah, I, there's no world where Trevor Lawrence is not the top pick. There's no world where he's not the top prospect. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in this draft. I rarely ever say the best player in the draft is a quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is as close as I'm going to probably ever get. And Kyle Pitts is number two. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is making a real good play for it. Devontae Smith is making a real good play for it. I really love Jalen Waddell, even though he's hurt. I like Jamar Chase out of LSU. And I'm a huge Panay Sewell fan out of Oregon. We'll, I'll talk about my best player in the draft like a week before the draft starts. But it's hardly ever a quarterback. If it ends up being a quarterback, it'll be Trevor Lawrence. The only thing that can stop him from going number one is an injury. And I'll knock on wood so I don't jinx Mr. Lawrence's life. But I, don't, I don't even know if an injury will take it. It would take it. It you would, know take what? It. It would have to take it. Jacksonville, if it's an injury... Like if he tore, make the pick anyway. Yeah, just make the pick. <laughs> He's a broken Lawrence is probably better than the field. Yeah. All right, John. Let's talk some wideouts real fast. We've only got a little bit of time. Wide uh, receiver free agency. I am going to give you names in no particular order: AJ Green, Allen Robinson, T.Y. Hilton, Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Sam He's not. Watkins. Stop. He's not going anywhere. Sammy Watkins, Corey Davis, Will Fuller, uh, Antonio Brown, <laughs> uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, 
Nelson Aguilar. And I think that wraps up the list. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Yeah, I I said T.Y. Hilton. Did you? Okay. Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, who I always seem to forget. Is Kenny a free agent? Let me check. Kenny Galladay is an unrestricted free agent. No, he isn't. He can't be. Because if he is, I will beg the Eagles to go broke. He is a free agent. <laughs> oh, and D.D. Westbrook's on this list too. <laughs> yeah, no, forget that. Um, All right, he, he, so he hasn't panned out. <laughs> give me your number one wide receiver in this free agency: Kenny Galladay. What about Allen Robinson? Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay has a hip injury. I understand that, and it's a significant problem. Allen Robinson's a free agent already. Yeah, according to Spot Rack. How long ago? According to Spot Rack, I'm going to double check. Oh, it was only a three-year deal. I thought it was longer. Okay. Yeah, he is a free agent. Wow. Okay. Um, here's my thinking. Allen Robinson, probably going to get tagged. Okay. Kenny Galladay, probably going to get tagged. <laughs> you really think – because there are plenty of rumors that Stafford is, going, is gone. And then you got a rebuilding Detroit team. Why, do, why are you paying Kenny Galladay? You want to lose him for the comp pick three? Because he'll probably be comp pick three. Maybe tag him and trade him. The tag and trade would probably net you more. Yeah, so let's, let's go with tag and trade. And I would tell you, judge, bar, judging on the hip injury alone, because he hasn't played in, like, what, week six or seven? Yeah. And he didn't start the season either. He only played four games. He's probably only signing a one-year deal anyway. Okay. So it'll probably be tag, it'll probably be tag level. Robinson could be tagged in order to maintain him unless they – can reach an agreement. I know there's deadlines for that and whatnot. So we'll have to wait and see on Robinson. Robinson and Galladay are my like top end. They're my tier one for this. I like Gall. I just, I love Kenny Galladay. I really do. Kenny is my one. If healthy, that matters. The healthy thing matters because he has missed a, he's missed a slew of games. He's also the same age as Allen Robinson, but Allen Robinson has three more years of experience Mm because Kenny came out late. Yeah. What about Will Fuller? Six-game suspension, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to miss the first two next year, right? Yeah. How much are you paying for Will Fuller? That's a tough question, especially because we don't know what the cap number is really going to be yet, especially what with the COVID issues. Mm -hmm. Personal value, I mean, he's breaking 10, no doubt about it. Obviously. He's He's probably breaking like 14, 15. Okay. Probably 14, 15 a year. That's my gut. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you told me the other day you saw an article that had Nelson Aguilar at 20. No, I didn't. You said 20 million a year. Who did you say that? Who did you say that for? Alan Robinson. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. I'd be like, are you nuts? <laughs> when you said that to me, I was like, is he drinking? Like, I was very confused. You're supposed to do that on the show. Okay. Yeah. I was like, dude, no, we don't have a microphone yet. Don't drink. So it's more valuable. Would you rate? So I think the second tier would be made up of Will Fuller and Juju Smith-Schuster, right? I'm higher on T.Y. Hilton than a lot of people are, but I think you're probably right. How much is the, the discrepancy between a tier one and tier two? Because, like, assuming tier one gets, like, close to $20 million, tier two. Tier, tier one, Allen Robinson is going to try to break Amari Cooper's number. Wasn't Cooper 20? He was 20 flat. Yeah, 20 annual. Uh, roughly 20 annual. I can't say flat because nothing's ever flat in this league. Robinson's going to try to break that. Let's see. Amari Cooper is five years, 100. So, yeah. So, I guess it is flat. Yeah, flat 20. 
So Robinson's going to try to break that. He's worth, he's earned breaking that. What is the Nukes? What is Nukes number? That I think that's going to, I mean, if you're a top flight receiver, like, yeah, he makes an average. Oh, Jesus God. Oh, it's only a two-year deal. Okay. Yeah, so it was a two-year extension that doesn't kick in for a while. And he's averaging 27.25. Yeah, the AAV is a 27.25. Okay. So Robinson's not going to hit that. It's going to be – he's going to gun for Amari's number. He can't get Nuke's number because you're not Nuke. <laughs> um, just – you can't. You're not going to hit that number. DeAndre Hopkins is just special. He's also rep, He's also repped by himself. He doesn't have to pay agent fees. So how much would you pay for T.Y. Hilton? Because you consider him like a second-tier wide receiver. I do. And by the way, if you look, what's funny is that if you look at DeAndre Hopkins' contract explanation on SpotRack, it's actually really funny. DeAndre Hopkins signed a two-year, $54 million contract with the Arizona Cardinals, including a $27.5 million signing bonus. And of the $54.5 million, $60 million is guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of the old contract. Yeah. so funny. That's so stupid. Anyway, um, <laughs> T.Y. is probably 15. T.Y. Hilton for $15 million at age 31. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying five years 15. But like two years thirty, two years twenty eight. See, I don't know if I want to pay that. <laughs> he's still got, he, listen. The man's got speed. The man's got a lot of speed. Catches the ball when he's catches the ball when it's thrown to him. I, not a drop. Not a drop candidate. Do you put? Where do you want to value him? Do you value him over or under Juju Smith Schuster? Uh, under. Really? I would rather have Juju Smith Schuster right now. You want that TikTok bullshit? No, I don't want him on my team. But I'd rather have Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> There's going to be question marks this offseason about whether or not Juju even gives a ah. about football. Which is a weird thing because it seems to happen a lot right now for Steeler wide receiver. I just, du- I just ducked <laughs> twice. Sorry, Chris. Right at the end of the episode, too. It seems to be happening right now for Pittsburgh. Claypool and Juju have both decided to be social media influencers that happen to play football. It's kind of annoying. So, uh, okay. so pick your wide receiver from like the top two tiers that you want on your team. Kenny Galladay. No, I mean, besides Galladay, because you're always going to pick Kenny Galladay. Yes. <laughs> Assuming you can't get another Detroit Lion, <laughs> who, who do you want from that list to, like, to finish up your wide receiving core? You say specifically for Philly? Yeah, for, for the Eagles. So my choices are who? A-Rob, A-Rob Fuller, T.Y., and Juju. Yeah. And we're saying A-Rob is worth about 20. A-Rob will cost about 20 a year, AAV. Fuller probably fourteen fifteen, depending on the, the the suspension, depending on what that plays, what role that plays in the negotiation. Juju at thirteen fourteen, Ty at I'll, I'll knock Ty down to twelve, twelve thirteen. Where I would expect him to sign. Unfortunately, of those four, I'm torn between Robinson and Juju. Fuller worries me because Ty is too old for the Eagles. Fuller. Fuller gets hurt an awful lot. Yeah. Fuller misses a lot of football games. This was the one year he didn't. And yeah. apparently it's because he took pets. <laughs> yeah, the Eagles do not need to go to go diving for more broken players. So really it's Robinson or Juju. It's a difference of six million a year. The Eagles don't have any cap right now. I mean, we have no money. Mm-hmm. So the answer to your question by default is Juju Smith Schuster. Welcome to the Philadelphia. Yeah, I just, I, I, I'm kind of frustrated by that, especially considering it's tough for me to say 
A-Rob, a wide receiver that I love, who happened to also go to Penn State, I'm saying I can't take. Okay, how, um, about, how about this? Uh, what about Juju Smith-Schuster or Corey Davis or Nelson Aguilar? <laughs> Nelson Aguilar is not allowed back in Philadelphia. Uh, what about Corey Davis? Who'd be, who'd be less expensive? Corey Davis is less expensive than yeah. Juju. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do Corey then. Okay. I, I would do Corey as a shot. Corey Davis is not going to get a five-year five deal for me. Like I'm going to tell you that right now. I am not paying five years of Corey Davis. I'll give Corey two. And after that, I need to see what he does in year one and two. After that, sign him. But he has to perform. He, he had a very good season this year. He finally looked like what he was supposed to look like out of Central Michigan. But I need more. The sample size of less than great football as of right now is larger than his great football. I need more great football before I can commit to a five-year deal. And then um, before we wrap this up, because A.J. Green was earmarked for this free agency period like a couple of years ago. Yep. Where do you think he goes and at what value? I'm thinking a one-year deal like six or seven million. Because A.J. Green's old. He hasn't been particularly great. He's going to get a little bit more than that. He's, he, I, don't see, I don't see him getting much more than 10, but he's going to get a little bit more than seven. I, I, I'm basing this off of thinking the contracts are going to go up a little bit for wideouts. Okay. I mean, oh. if, Desha- if Deshaun Jackson is paid $9 million a year today, I mean, A.J. Green could probably get paid more. So um, where do you think he fits? Because it's like wherever he goes is likely the last like, team in his career. He's going to a contender with some money that needs someone to throw to. <laughs> Can we say New it, England and get it done? <laughs> no, there's no, there's no New England. It, New England doesn't make any sense for them. Tom Brady. They don't make – Green Bay uh, – New England doesn't make any sense, but Green Bay makes a lot of sense. Um, who has the least – who has the cap space in 2021? I'm checking. What about the, what about, uh, the Colts? Let me check. Jacksonville, no. Jets, no. Patriots, probably not. Colts, yeah. Colts make sense. Colts makes a lot of sense. Uh, Bengals. Dolphins. Dolphins makes a lot of sense. Chargers makes a lot of sense. You know what? Chargers actually makes the most sense. And then another player that, uh, that I keep on forgetting is a free agent. Chris Godwin. After this year, what do you think he gets? 12? What, what money does Tampa have? Tampa has... Tampa's got, Tampa's got 30 million. So you think they re-signed Chris Godwin? Uh, oh, my God. The Eagles and Saints have some contracts. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Sa- oh, my God. The Saints are $100 million in the red? <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? Uh, you kept on kicking the bucket on Drew Brees' contract. That's what happened. Oh, my God. What have you done? What have you done? The Saints are about to trade away their entire team. <laughs> Hopefully wow, this is this is a this is a one shot. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Final chance, New Orleans. Well, welcome to Judgment Day. <laughs> I thought we were in bad shape, and we are. But wow, New Orleans! Woo! All right, um, Godwin, John, I, Godwin. Chris Godwin cannot go to New Orleans. I promise. Um, <laughs> uh, I promise. New Orleans, again, that could be – New Orleans – Colts, the Colts would be a great fit for Godwin, especially if they move on from T.Y. But how much money do you think he gets? 
does Chris Godwin have enough value from last year? Because this year, not that great. No, this year was quiet. A lot of injuries, uh, too much traffic. Another Penn State product, by the way. I mean, what? If his last year – you know what's crazy? He only played – he's only got 11 games so far this season, and he has 707 and five scores. That's still respectable. Yeah. He, he's going to get wide receiver one money. Yeah, he, he's probably somewhere between tier one and two. You know, 1,300 a year ago with nine touchdowns at a Pro Bowl. So uh, would you, would he's, you the, have, he's the youngest of the crop. Would you rather have Juju Smith-Schuster or Chris Godwin? Chris Godwin. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's easy for me. Juju, Juju's a distraction right now. I, I just, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused as to what he wants to do. Um, and also, I think Chris Godwin is a good one. I think he's a good wide receiver one. I think Juju's the best wide receiver two in the NFL. I just, I don't know if Juju is a one. I mean, let's take a quick look at his stats before we say goodbye, um, because we are just about finished here. But Juju's 24, roughly in the same realm. His real, his real first name is John. Okay. Uh, I, I, I guess. Fair enough. Um, his numbers this year, pretty. I mean, yeah, Juju, 1,400 in 2018. Since then, he hasn't broken 1,000. Last year, 12 games, 552 and three scores. This year, 15 games, 91 catches, 766. If you're only at 766 on 91 catches, that's low. Yards per reception, 8.4. Let me double check on Chris Godwin's. I'm just going to compare the two real fast since we're right here. Godwin averaging – Godwin's never averaged sub 10, 10 yards a reception in a season. This was his low end, and it's almost 12. 60 catches for 707. He has 30 less catches than Juju and only 60 less yards. Chris Godwin, everybody. Chris Godwin. He's just a better player. Do you think Godwin can break that 20 million uh, barrier? Could? Yes. Do I think he could? Yes. Do I think he will? No. I think think someone's going to negotiate him down and point at, listen, you do have some health issues. you've, You've not been able to stay on the field. You don't have a season over 90 catches. You know, you have not served as a wide receiver one in this league yet because you've been dealing with Mike Evans on the other side. And then this past year you played for a team that you barely suited up very much. You didn't suit up that much, only 11 games, but when you were on the field, you were effective, but there was so much going on around you that, you know, was that a product of you just having so much talent around you or are you that good? So there's going to be question marks with, with Chris Godwin. I think the safest bet if you're, if that's really the question mark here, I think here, I think we just kind of talked ourselves into it. The top three wideouts in this free agent class are probably Robinson, Galladay, and Godwin. And off of injury history alone, Robinson's probably the guy, mm-hmm. even though he missed a full season with a knee injury. <laughs> but talented player, he's been healthy since. You know, he's probably the most. He's probably going to be the the high earner of of the. Uh, of the crop that that's my that's my guess right now all right john let's take our final shot you <laughs> took you took four yeah out of way let's take the final shot and toast to the new year's 
Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, when we next speak to you, it will be 2021. We can finally say goodbye to this atrocity of a year. Um, thank you so much for joining us for the 2020. Hell, what are you laughing at? Oh, myself. Yeah, you should. Um, <laughs> you know, thanks for taking, taking, taking this journey with us. Um, yeah, all six of you. golly hopefully there will be more of you in the new year we'll continue to try to grow this make it better and uh we will see you on the other side this was objectively wrong thanks guys (laughs) 